Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, May 13th. Canada's transition from pandemic-related government financial support to normal economic operations should have been relatively straightforward, but long-term COVID effects are being felt in finances. New data from the Office of the Superintendent of Bankruptcy shows that business insolvency filings jumped 34% year-over-year in the first quarter of 2022, the highest rise in more than 30 years. The quarterly rise was 10% to a total of 807 business insolvency filings. The Canadian Association of Insolvency and Restructuring Professionals says that the rise in filings is mainly due to the pandemic, while the current mix of inflation and the war in Ukraine will be impacts yet to be felt. While the percentage rise for consumer insolvency filings was far lower than the business figure, and new consumer filings are around 30% lower than the first quarter of both 2020 and 2019, there was still an increase. A total of 23,153 insolvency proceedings were filed by individuals in the first quarter, increasing 4% over the previous quarter and decreasing 2.8% compared to the same quarter of 2021. With rising costs and higher interest rates, a spike for consumer filings is likely in the months ahead. External concerns such as the pandemic, economic instability and inflation have caused Canadians aged 55 to 75 to change their retirement plans, but they may be missing a couple of important pieces to ensure their financial peace of mind. According to a new RBC insurance survey, one-third of recently retired Canadians say they left the workplace earlier than intended while 3 in 10 pre-retirees plan to adjust their retirement date due to the pandemic. The findings paint a picture of retirement riddled with uncertainty. More than a quarter of Canadians who have already retired are spending more than they expected and 4 out of 10 have had unexpected expenses such as major home repairs, healthcare or transportation costs and financial assistance to family members, all of which are exacerbated by rate hikes and inflation. For more than three quarters of those surveyed, the impact of inflation on savings, expenses and purchasing power is the most pressing concern as they live longer lives. Young people tend to gravitate towards cities. It's where the most opportunities are for wealth generation, career development and entertainment. But while millions of Canadians have benefited from city living in their early years, the current generation of under 30s are facing an affordability struggle and not just for home ownership. A new Youthful Cities Real Affordability Index from RBC Future Launch looked at 27 Canadian cities, large and small, and found that 15 to 29-year-olds cannot afford to live in any of them. City living for young people comes with an average deficit of $750 a month, with cities in the east least affordable. There are several reasons for the affordability challenges of young Canadians living in cities. Firstly, with the cost of living rising, wages are not keeping pace, especially for those young people earning minimum wage, which the report notes is not a livable wage. Even when working full-time, wages do not necessarily provide a large enough income for the cost of living in some cities. Young women also continue to face gender pay inequality. Horizons ETFs Management is soon to launch a Canadian first in commodity-related ETFs. The Horizons Copper Producers Index ETF will begin trading on the Toronto Stock Exchange on Tuesday, May 17th under the ticker symbol COPP. COP is Canada's first ETF that invests solely in copper mining firms. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, recession for Canada? The chief economist of RBC Global Asset Management gives his view. Canadian banks are facing accusations of greenwashing and how to help your ultra-high-net-worth families transfer their wealth. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.